whose opinion means more to you? Here are five must-knows. Welcome to episode number 22. Hi, I'm Clarinda, and you are listening to the Feel Light Mind and Body podcast, created for women like you. Women who are experiencing success in so many areas of life, but are struggling with weight loss, stress eating, and decreased energy. Losing weight can feel hard, heavy, and restrictive. That's why every week I will be offering you a different perspective, tips, encouragement, and a unique approach so that you can feel lighter in your mind and body rather than feeling deprived, frustrated, or discouraged. What if you could feel free yet in control around food for the rest of your life? What if you could enjoy your experience of losing weight and getting healthier? You absolutely can. You're in the right place. Take this time for yourself and let's dive in. I'm not just sharing from book knowledge. I'm sharing from my heart and experience, personally, as well as from experiences with clients, family, friends, coworkers, and even random conversations with strangers on a plane or subway. Yes, I'm one of those people that strangers just seem to start talking to me about their personal life. Does that happen to you? My ex always laughed and shook his head at so many conversations or things that happened to me at random times and places. Here is one example that came to mind when thinking about this topic. Quite a few years back, we were enjoying a family trip in Toronto with another family. The six of us were on the subway. I was sitting across from them as there were only five seats together. I took a seat and then a woman sat down beside me. She was dressed to the nines with designer everything, including sunglasses and her bag. She asked me a question about what she should do at the next stop. I was a bit surprised at her question, but then I noticed her schedule trembling in her well-manicured hands. And I told her I was visiting and it was my first time on the subway, but that these are usually the next options. She thanked me and then said this was the first time in her 60-some years of living, I can't remember exactly what age she said, that she had ever been on a subway. She said she was a multimillionaire but was in a very stressful situation after finding out some news. She was trying this subway thing and also a bus to see if she could do it as part of her plan to know if she'd be okay leaving her husband because of, and she named all of the things including the chance that he would hide or sell things off temporarily for a dollar to someone. Wow. She asked me what I would do. I gently said, I'm not the one in your shoes. You know your full experience and heart. My opinion is really not what you need. But I'm so sorry that you are facing this right now. I added, but good for you for being brave and venturing out today, even with your feelings of fear and uncertainty. I went from lighthearted anticipation of the day ahead to feeling heaviness for her. Back then, I was a nurse, not yet a life coach. So I gave her some nursing compassion and encouragement and then silently prayed for her as we went our separate ways. When in fear, confusion, or uncertainty, it's natural to want to reach out to others. Depending on the circumstance and who you are actually asking for their opinion, it can be helpful. But always remember you are the one who will know what the best decision is for you. Pause for a second and think of who you last reached out to for their opinion. And why did you do so? How did it feel within when you heard their response? And did you act on their advice? Did it confirm what you were already thinking or feeling? If not, and it contradicted yours, 
Why did you choose their opinion over your own? Whose opinion means more to you, yours or theirs, and why? You may want to continue listening to the end and then come back to these thought-revealing questions, or I've also included a PDF sheet that you can download. You will find the link in the description or show notes. Answer them the best that you can and ask what they are showing you and if there's anything you want to change or not. Today, I'm sharing five life coaching tips to help ease your mind. One, get specific. Make a list of whose opinions you notice you seem to care about now, even if you don't think you should let them influence you. Whoever it is, write their name or names down. This is about becoming crystal clear, not about judging yourself or what you are actually doing, okay? Let me save you some time by offering a few that are common. It could be your husband or significant other, parents, children, siblings, extended family, friends, church or another community you are connected with, your coach, trainer, teacher, health practitioner, boss, team members or clients and patients. It can even be acquaintances like neighbors, a stranger in Walmart, another driver in traffic, someone on social media, whoever is at the other end of the phone call, and whoever else you can think of. When you look at that list, it might stress you out. I know it did me the first time I did this exercise. Like, I even felt my pulse increase. And that's okay. Take a deep breath. This next exercise is going to help. It may be familiar to you if you have followed Brene Brown or read her books. She suggests taking a one inch by one inch square of paper. Did you hear that? That's pretty small. So make sure you measure it before completing this next step. Now, look at your list of people that you've been worrying about what they will think about X, Y, or Z, whatever that may be, and get very specific on who you truly care about and if you like your reasons why. Write their names in that one-inch square. If they don't all fit, edit that list. One filter you can use is, do they actually love me unconditionally? As Brene says, not in spite of, but because of your vulnerabilities and imperfections. Yes, my friend, all of you. Now, if they don't fall in the love category, then you can consider this if you want. To put it more in context, Bernay first shares a famous 1910 quote from then-President Theodore Roosevelt called The Man in the Arena that changed her life. Then she adds, If you are not in the arena getting your ass kicked on occasion, I am not interested in or open to your feedback. There are a million cheap seats in the world today filled with people who will never be brave with their own lives but will spend every ounce of energy they have hurling advice and judgment at those of us trying to dare greatly. Their only contributions are criticism, cynicism, and fear-mongering. If you're criticizing from a place where you're not also putting yourself on the line, I'm not interested in your feedback. So again, you can apply this or not. You could definitely start by applying it to the haters or naysayers, which leads me to point number two. Perception is projection. Their opinion or judgment is a projection of their thoughts, feelings, and beliefs. Don't take it personally. Let them do them and you do you. Maybe you are triggering them in some way. You might be doing or saying what they wish they were brave enough or honest enough to do. Or their opinion might be kind but discouraging because they're projecting their fear of failing onto you 
without even being aware of it. Beautiful, kind, caring people can be there for you, but keep in mind that their opinion is their projection of what makes up them. It doesn't make them wrong, but it also doesn't make them right for you, for your life, for your future. That is one reason a professional trained to be objective, not biased, is such a great resource for you when you're seeking an answer, a solution for a problem that you are struggling with on your own. It can save you a lot of time, energy, worry, and headaches. They say that every great life coach has a life coach, and I can certainly see why now that I have experienced the benefits of that. It frees up mental space and emotion so much quicker, which allows me to be more efficient and consistent in my life and in serving you, my listener and my clients. I think we would have a better and happier world if everyone had the opportunity to process and manage their thoughts and feelings while continuing on with their goals. If you haven't considered trying life coaching or weight loss coaching, I have a few free 20-minute online consults left in my spring offer, so I will also add that special link to this episode's description and show notes. Keep in mind, the normal consult fee is on Clarenda's Empowerment Coaching website, but using this link gives it free to you as an engaged listener. Point number three, there will always be people who judge you, whether you do A or B. You may do A to try to please one group, but have others criticize or get mad at you for doing so and vice versa. So in order to have peace of mind and live an authentic life, you will benefit so much from learning how to let go of worrying about what other people think and practice it as many times as needed. It has to be an intentional daily practice for me as my default brain is automatically on high alert at any threat of danger. And I know I'm not alone as it's how our brains are hardwired. How you were influenced and socialized growing up will also influence your response. However, who you choose to be now is what you have control of. What we say to ourselves, which opinion we choose to accept or decline, and how we self-identify are all within our control. I used to say I'm a people pleaser. So guess what my frequent response was? Pleasing people and usually being the compromiser. I now know whose opinion matters the most to me, which takes us to number four. You know yourself best. Have you stopped to ask your opinion? You may know exactly what it is and why, but often we have some ambiguity around it, and that can also be a good thing. Maybe the pause is needed to run it through your values filter. Does it line up? Have you sat in silence with a pen and paper to see what comes up? Maybe you have tried this exercise of writing before, but it didn't work. I encourage you to keep trying, just like you did when you learned how to ride a bike, drive, or anything else that took multiple tries. I'm often asked what I do personally and most frequently. If you've worked with me or attended any of my events, you know there are many strategies and tools that you can choose from. I use some for certain circumstances that I perceive as more stressful, and then others for the normal ebb and flow of life. So don't get caught up in trying to use them all. That will feel like too much all at once. My personal practice is to ask these important questions when I'm fresh in the morning. But before I do, I tap into what is most important to me. I ground myself with a few breaths and do a one, three, three, three timer practice. That is one minute of breathing, three minutes of worship and gratitude. Then I ask the question and sometimes make requests over the next three minutes. 
And trust me, that part goes fast. And then I sit in silence and listen for three minutes. That was my biggest challenge at first, as I would always pray, but then would just get up and get busy and not take time to listen. If I feel the answer, the knowing within, I start writing to let more flow and to capture the moment and thoughts before the noise of life crowds in. If I'm not certain, I read various texts of scripture before asking again. This doesn't magically happen every time. At least that's not been my experience. But often in the middle of a workout or when I wake up in the middle of the night, the answer is right there from asking hours, days, or even weeks earlier. So yes, my opinion means more to me than other people's opinions. Not in an I am right and you are wrong way, but simply because I have done the work of passing it by God and seeing if it aligns with at least my top three values. I'm the one who has to live with it now and in moving forward, not anyone else. I hope by the time you finish listening and answering the questions, you will know whose opinion matters most to you as well. Who fits into your one-inch square? But remember to run your opinion decision through your filter of what you value first, even before you run it through those you wrote in your square. This will vary from person to person. From that solid place, we can consider other people's opinions and their feedback in an open way, rather than being on the defensive. When you receive a different opinion, check in with yourself and ask if there's any truth to it. Trust yourself. I ask if I could have done it in a better way. I ask if I need to correct it, whether that be an apology or a different action or attitude then I can choose to take responsibility and do so. And finally, number five, there will always be people shooting all over us. If you take that on, you're going to feel heavy and on edge the majority of the time. I know. I've been there. You heard things like, you should do this. Oh, you should have bought that vehicle instead. You shouldn't be so open. You shouldn't have paid that much. You should say this to your daughter. You should tell them where to go. And the list is endless. So I want to offer you some things to consider in dealing with all of the shoulds and shouldn'ts from other people. Trust me, I have not mastered them, but I have grown immensely in how I deal with them now and will continue to learn and practice. If you want to live a full, vibrant, purposeful, and lighter feeling life, then you can't play it safe by staying small, staying quiet, and not speaking up in an attempt to avoid hearing what someone else is saying about you. Expect and accept that it will feel uncomfortable. Remind yourself of your square and be willing to have a difficult conversation as needed with someone whose name is in your square. We can play small to avoid fewer criticism or opinions, or so we think, or we can live and show up in a big, authentic way and simply let the naysayers, critics, or haters be. I know some people avoid social media for this reason. Yes, there's a larger scope of opinions, but personally, that doesn't bother me as much as people in my community. But we're all different, so you do what is truly best for you. That's a perfect example of my opinion being a great thing to consider with an open, curious mind, but then honor and trust your final opinion in the end. Practice getting good at letting people have their own opinion and not making it mean anything about you. I promise it will feel freeing overall. The well-used expression that other people's opinions are none of your business is so true. 
We can't choose what thoughts they're going to have about us, but we can choose whether or not we're going to give our time or attention to them. If their name isn't in your one-inch square, then reconsider what you're going to make their opinion mean. Give them grace or not. And who knows? They might not even be saying what they are truly thinking. You could drive yourself crazy, wondering and worrying. Next week, we will follow this up by talking specifically about people-pleasing and how it creates a disconnect in our lives. I'll also use some examples of how it impacts weight that can be sabotaging. It's going to be a great one. Let's end this episode with, you know your situation. I know my situation. Until we've walked at least a mile in someone's shoes, and even then, let's let them have their opinion and not take it personally. Let's remember who we have written in our square. Let's value our opinion and heart most of all. Remember, you can find the link for the complimentary questions with even the one-inch square ready for you in this episode's description or show notes. If you want to make it even more interesting, share this podcast with a friend, book club, colleague, or women's group, and have a fun night out or in discussing whose opinion means the most to you and these five must-knows. Are you up for the challenge? Let's go. Now, do yourself the biggest favor. From love, take at least one action step from what you learned today. Knowledge without application won't give you the results that you desire. Let me know on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, wherever, what you are choosing to do and when. And yes, please leave a podcast review wherever you are listening to this. When people read your words and can see themselves in them, then you are contributing to women empowering other women. And that feels amazing. You just might change or save a life today.